Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick your favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And welcome to the Boomtron Podcast. I'm Diego. I'm joined by Mark and Amy. And we're gonna do something. We're just kind of, you know, fly off the seat of our pants, from the cuff, whatever you want to say, uh, for this episode. So, Amy, Mark, what do you guys think? Hello, what's up? I don't know. Hello, I gotta know what's here. up? <laughs> I got, I, I'm worried about flying off the seat of my pants. That's that's a saying I hadn't heard before. Is it? Is that, is that the saying? Maybe flying by the seat of oh, flying by the seat of your pants. That's what it is. <laughs> flying by the seat of your pants. Yes, it's okay. okay. It's all right. It's all right. We knew cultural barrier there. I'm overcoming there that go. cultural barrier. Oh, all right. Yeah. I was I, I had like a skin of your teeth thing like in my head and I was trying to figure out what the hell we were doing. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. That's, so maybe we just we, stop uh, with the sayings. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we watched a couple Netflix shows this week and we're kinda of just gonna you know, say what we watched, what we thought about it real quick. I know I know our last episode we well, not we, because I didn't. But a couple of you guys rambled on for a long time, so this oh. episode is going to be the complete opposite. Okay. And right. uh, we'll we'll see where it goes and see what people think about it. So I don't know, Amy, you want to start it off? What did, what did you uh, catch on Netflix this week? So I watched Back with the X, and I, you know, I just I just wanted some some brain candy that I didn't really have to think about. I had some housework I was doing, some trying to go through the kids' closets and see what I could get rid of. And I like some background noise while I'm doing that. And so I tuned in to Back With The X. And again, I don't love the reality stuff. I, I have very few reality shows that I watch, but um, I just thought it would be kind of fun to watch Back With The X. And so it's this show that took these, it's, it's an Australian Netflix uh, show, and it took these four couples, and they had all dated in the past, right? One of them, Diane and Peter, they dated 28 years ago, and then they wound up breaking up because he was in Australia and she was in the United States, and they wound up marrying other people and having families, and now they're both single again, and they're both older, and he, I believe told the show that he would like to reconnect with Diane. Then there's this super young camp couple, Cam and Kate. And Cam and Kate dated through high school. Um, they were together for, I feel like they said 16 years. Um, but then she got drunk at a party and broke up with, and, and, and cheated on him. And then he broke up with her. And now it's, I think, you know, a number of years later. And she told the show she wanted to reconnect with them. And then there was another couple who was, um, I think her name was Lauren, uh, Meg, Meg and Jeremy. And Jeremy's like, there's, they're both kind of like these free spirit people. Um, and they broke up because like one day they had been together for a number of years and he told her that he loved her and she didn't say it back. And so Ow. he was hurt. Yeah. And so like he was hurt and he, he left to go 
on a trip or something. And then when he came back, he went to her house and she was hanging out with some other guy. So they clearly broke up. And then there was this other couple, um, Eric and Lauren. And Eric was like this super controlling, um, like he had, they dated for six years. And throughout that time, like he told her when he would see her, I, I can see you on Sundays. And she kept, staying together with him and over those years they broke up six different times and like he's like I think you need to get a breast enhancement I'm gonna give you that for her for your birthday and she was like (laughs) I don't want that and he's like "Mm, I think it would be a good thing like that was him so she finally broke up with him and he contacted the show and he really wanted to get her back and so it's it took you through the initial meetup where they all see each other again. And then they hang out together for, I want to say like a week. They go on like a couple of different dates and they hang out together. And then they go to each other's apartment or homes and they stay for a week. Like one week they're in the girl's home. And one week they're in the boys' home. Um, again, just to see if they can, now that it's years later, can you live together? Like, I'm having trouble hearing ooh, you. Sorry, my watch thought I was talking to it. Um, <laughs> can, can, they, can they fit into each other's lives now, right? And then, um, and then after that, they go on like one final trip uh, together, like a, you know, amazing trip. And then they have to make a decision. Are we going to stay together or are we not, you know, is this not going to work? And I, I, I don't know. It was, it was different than watching something like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette or watching Too Hot to handle like, these were people who were really trying, who had had actual real relationships with each other and they're trying to decide if they should get back together and if they can get past their issues. And as I'm watching them, like, I couldn't even decide. Like, and again, I know I was just seeing snippets of it, but like there was one couple and I was like, nope, absolutely not. No, no, do not do this. No. And then there was another couple where I was like, oh, maybe it might work. And then there's another couple and I was like, yes, absolutely. And then there was another couple that I just wanted to work so bad. And I, I loved it. I loved this show. I love I love Australians in general. They're a lot more down to earth and there wasn't a lot of game playing. Like they were who they were unapologetically. I have and a I question. Liked... Yeah, go ahead. So any of the, I, I guess we don't call them contestants, the the, the cast, uh, did any of them have existing relationships that they were no. co- leaving to meet this ex? No, they were all single. Uh, okay. They were all single at this point. None of them were, were leaving a relationship to meet up with the people again. And in the end, um, you know, some of them got back together. And some of, and I oh, and I also liked this. It ended and told us, you know, we got to see what everybody chose. And then they gave us like a, a couple months later update too, which I liked because, you know, you, you know you're on a show. And even just the... You know, let's go on this fantastic date to wherever. And like one of the couples went to New York City, which to me, I'm like, yeah, that's a 30 minute drive. But for people living in Australia, that was a big deal, right? Um, but that's not real life. That's not the everyday. So I really did want to see what happened once they really went back to real life. And so we got that update as well. And like I said, you know, there was a couple that 
made it, a couple that didn't make it, a couple that, you know, maybe made it, didn't make it later. Like, it was really interesting to watch. And I would definitely watch this because I just, I don't know. I, I, I just, I liked the way it was done. And I felt like it was a little bit different than most of the couple reality shows. Like, different than Love is Blind, different than all of those shows. Because they just... Just the way that they kind of rolled it out. And the fact that they already had history together. They already knew each other. But they knew each other years ago. And you change over time. And so watching them be with someone that they thought that they knew. But like there were a lot of times when they were like, you're different. And they would say that. Like, you're not how I remember you. And that was interesting too. Because then they had to decide if they wanted the new version of that person. I think that's super interesting, though, because, um, and I, I don't know, Diego or Amy, if you guys ever, I mean, honestly, Amy, I don't know, before Rob, if you had any really significant relationship that you consider an ex back in your history. But like, for me, I still every once in a while will, will go check out my ex's Instagrams or just kind of, you know, n- none of us hate each other, but we're not really super close. Like I follow them on Instagram and vice versa, but I always like to go and cl- click on their pictures and kind of see what their life looks like now. And there's a part right. of me that is like super happy to see if they're doing well. And then there's a part of me that's super happy when they're not. <laughs> right. Um, right. But, uh, so I get the, I get the, uh, allure of the show of the yeah. idea of coming back to an ex and, and you're a different person and they're a different person. And sometimes you need like the validation of, of of showing that you've overcome whatever broke you up, that sort of thing. Well, yeah, definitely that too, right? Like, for example, and I'm not going to give spoilers in case people want to watch the show, but the Eric and Lauren, the guy who was so controlling, like, it was really interesting because she said to him, she the whole time, she was like, she wouldn't even kiss him, you know? She's like, I'm not there. And he's like, you're you're so different. And she's like, yeah, because it used to be whatever you said I did. And I'm not that person anymore. You know, I learned a lot in my relationship with you. And the big thing that I learned is what I won't stand for. And so it, that kind of thing, I just thought was really interesting because those were the things that, that they had a hard time. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I think Eric went in search of who she was. But she was different. But then you could see that he he respected her. He was like, I really need to work hard to win her back because she's not going to let me walk all over her. And I like that. And I, I don't know. It was, it was a, I mean, it, it definitely wasn't like a sociological experiment. But it kind of played out that way, right? Because there were so many different factors in it. And it was pretty deep. So I would recommend it. Um, Do you guys ever so, talk to your exes? My so I I dated someone in college for almost three years, um, and I did not. I saw him once at a wedding, and then I did not speak to him um, again in all those years. And I actually just found out recently that he passed away. So I, which was sad for me to hear. You know, because mm-hmm. I I can't know how he was doing, and he wasn't like a social media guy or anything like that. So I don't really know what his life was like. And three, almost three years is a long time to spend with somebody, you know? So I, I get what you're saying, Mark, like that you would pop in on Instagram and check him up on Facebook. There wasn't that opportunity for me because he didn't share his life like that publicly. Mm. And then, and now he's gone. So I don't 
know anything about his life, but I've, I've always been curious, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I Diego? Don't know. Uh, no, I not. I mean, I'm friendly with people, but I don't go out of my way to communicate and see what's up. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> All this talk though is making me think of uh, cause I just saw the the pictures for Kissing Booth three. Yes. So I just that just popped into my head hearing you talk about this show. Yeah, yeah. I That's we're, we're I... gonna definitely talk about that when that comes out. Oh yes, we are. All right, what have you boys been watching? Mark, what do you got? All right, so Diego, put your mic on mute and don't laugh at me. But uh, I've been watching Cooking with Paris. All right, I'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> So I have to start like I, not not to get okay. I'm gonna be over analytical. That's what I do. Um, so Paris Hilton fascinates me from the days of the Simple Life show that she did with uh, Nicole Richie. Um, you know, like I've always kind of been a dr- like drawn to her and repulsed by her at the same time. I can't tell if I love her or love to hate her. Like Amy and I off off the mic, we're talking about uh, this. You know. Like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton, what did they do? They had rich parents and they made a sex tape, and now they're building their empire. And do you do you respect that or do you hold that in contempt? And I really don't know. But right. what whatever box I'm I'm trying to put her in, it's enough to keep me interested in watching her. She's she's so f- just funny and quirky. She is forty, and is she, she really? She is. I googled it because I couldn't believe it. Wow. She just okay. this year. Uh, got engaged, and I don't even know how many times she's been engaged before, but she's engaged right now. She's talking on her show about she can't wait to be a mom one day, etc. Um, but she's such a ding dong, um, mm-hmm. and she uh, she talks all like she in the first episode alone. Which uh, every episode, um, let me back up and talk about the show a bit. Every episode, it's uh, her in her kitchen it starts off with her dressed in a like full glam like a ball gown or like janet jackson rhythm nation whatever like walking through an everyday grocery store or bodega trying to find ingredients uh like she doesn't know what a tomatillo is and she's like what is a tombolato and asking the people to 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 point them out or you know she asks what chives are and then they hand her some chives and she goes what do you do with it um, so it's that, that right there, that kind of rich girl out of her element, simple life thing. They, they capitalize on that for the opening credits. Uh, then she goes to her kitchen. She does a little food prep. Uh, she's decorating her entire house in the theme of whatever the, the meal is going to be. So for the first episode, she's doing breakfast with Kim Kardashian and she loves Lucky Charms, the ergo marshmallows. Therefore, right. logically, her entire house needs to be filled with white balloons because that white is the color of marshmallows. It makes perfect sense. Uh, and then um, the guest star comes over and they cook a meal together. They they talk and then they sit and they eat and they rave about how wonderful the food is. But like P- Paris is trying to use this word over and over again, uh, sliving, which is a combination of, of slaying it and living your best life. But it's not just, hey, I'm sliving. She then says, oh, I'm going to cut these sliving marshmallows. And then her favorite champagne is sliving juice. And it's what? just everywhere. And I'm like, you're 40. <laughs> uh, and then like Kim Kardashian is going, hey, do you have any tongs? And Paris goes, what's a tong? 
And then Kim what? sort of makes the, she makes the clacky clack symbol with her hands. And Paris is like, oh, I call those pick her up thingies. And then they flash to a screen and it says cooking tip. These are tongs. <laughs> oh my God. It's so ridiculous. But then it's like, she's got Nikki Glazer, who is one of the most hysterical, bodiest, funniest, like feminist comedians you'll ever meet. She's the guest on one of the episodes down the road, uh, and Whitney Cummings shows up with her. And Whitney Cummings, she's like a badass chick. Yeah, uh, she is. I love her. Yeah, and so they're sitting around Paris's table, hanging with her. And so it's like if you, if Paris is really that much of a bubblehead, how are these women wanting to interact with her and, and add to her brand? You know, unless it's all just a financial decision, I don't know. But it's it's so curious to see all these people interact with her, um, and. And, and just the just the, the meals that they make and the way that she talks, it's I can't get enough. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So yeah, I like it. Sorry, Diego. I'm done. <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds like a fabulous show. I can't wait to not watch it. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Ay ay ay. Open I, I, your mind. I, nah, you know, I'll I'll admit though, I watched The Simple Life way back when. Uh it was funny, but I think uh, I think I'm a little too mature for that now, you know. Oh, you know, Mark, but, he just called that's... you immature. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll I'll take it. I'll own it. Um, <laughs> but it, the funny thing is, you watch her, and she is still that person. Like it's it's insane. And I will, on a side note, she looks amazing. She's hot as hell. Uh, I think right. she's had her nose. I think she's had her nose done. But uh, it, it you could be watching an episode of The Simple Life indoors. Like it's okay. that simple. All right. All right. Well, I'll be I'll be relatively quick with my review. I saw the first I don't know twenty minutes, twenty five minutes of Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified, and it was extremely boring. The too many too many times I found myself scrolling through my phone and and not really paying attention because I mean it was good information it was interesting like in terms of what but just the way it was presented was too i don't don't know corny or too maybe i just wasn't into it that day but i just i wasn't feeling it i wanted a little bit more pizzazz to it or just i just i didn't like it it was very boring and that's 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 as in-depth of a review as i'm going to give to you because but can i I ask you a question like because i love like ufo alien stuff like, was it, they were talking about, like, so like UFO each sightings kind of, and, like, debunking them? And you or? know what? Maybe maybe I got to go, because it's not, like, a, a chronological, or at least it didn't appear like it, that each episode was, like, tied to the other. I think each right. episode is based on a different conspiracy. So the first episode was about Project Blue Book. Which, first of all, I knew nothing about. So maybe that already I was, like, not interested in since it was never Didn't on you watch that radar. show, though? What? Didn't we Project watch a Blue- show on Pop... Didn't we watch the show, Project Blue Book, or... I feel like we watched that show. Now that you think about it, maybe... Or maybe it was mentioned somewhere? Maybe. Well, I'll have to go back to the archives. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. But then, but then there's like other episodes, like the White House cover up, and so like so each episode focuses on something else. So maybe, maybe the other episodes would have been more interesting to me or had a little bit more to it. But the first episode for me really kind of turned me off on staying with the series. But maybe I'll 
I'll look through the episodes and pick a different one to watch. All right. So it was really just like Project Blue Book. This was a government thing that dealt with unidentified flying objects. And this is what it was about. Like, that's kind of what it was. Yeah, the focus on Um, Roswell and just just show clips of certain things. And it just just didn't catch me. It didn't hook me in. It it sounds like it's just a rehash of the same old UFO stories we've always heard. And you know what? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why I didn't like it because okay. there was nothing where I'm like, what? No way. Okay. Nothing. All right. Yeah. I was, there was no shock and awe. You know, that's uh. the th- there are so many, there are so many documentaries that you can watch now between Netflix and all the other shows that you've got, there's a real art to putting one out there. I mean, I think like making a murderer is like a masterclass in a doc, how to do a documentary where you come out with a big, strong revelation that's just so crazy, it's hard to believe. And every episode has a cliffhanger. I mean, it, it's it's like it, we can tune out so quickly if they don't give us this data in an in a appetizing format, you know? Um, right. I, I can't tell you how many documentaries I've watched the first half hour of or, or, or one episode of and then just been like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I never actually got on the Making a Murderer bandwagon. I always felt like I should because everybody around me was like, oh, my God. And I just never, I don't know, documentaries, it just, it feels too much like reading a history book to me. But I guess if the, although I did, I, although I guess it was different kind of documentary, I certainly did enjoy Tiger King. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Which, by the way, the, the, like, the film about Tiger King is like mm-hmm. being made and like it's in production right now. They had a picture of the guy that's playing Tiger King. Really? Uh, yeah. This is the death of society as we know it. <laughs> right? I'm super curious to know who's playing him because that is a uh, niche character. I don't, I don't remember the name. I don't remember the name. But the the way the picture that they showed of the guy in like costume or whatever is pretty looked pretty accurate. So. Okay. Apparently, originally, <laughs> originally they wanted <laughs> Nicolas Cage to play it. <laughs> oh, I would have watched the hell out of that. And I think that would have been amazing. It says here, I just Googled it, they they found, um, oh my gosh, you know who's playing Carol Baskin? Kate McKinnon from um, oh, Saturday Night Live. awesome. She's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and John Cameron Mitchell is playing yes. Joe Exotic. Um I'm trying to see. I don't know what else he had been in, um, but I they dye his hair, and I can see him. He John Cameron Mitchell co-created Hedwig and the Angry Inch, um, and so he seems like he's more of a director than he is an actor. So I'm super int. Oh my god, I can't wait for that. All right, sorry, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well I think right. that's what we got. Yeah, that's what we got. So, you know, tune in next week. Uh, like I said, this is going to be a short episode, but next week we'll kind of go back into it. I know we started watching Control Z season mm-hmm. two. Uh, you know, season one ended on the cliffhanger where Javi got shot. So I know we're we're kind of diving into season two now, and we'll we'll talk about it next week. And then I know we have some other shows on some of the other streaming services like Ted Lasso. That just just season two just came out what three weeks ago? Yeah, uh, and that's a that's a cool one because they do a week by week episode, so it kind of kind of makes you wait, so you're not binging. Okay, it's kind of nice when uh, time is not on your side. 
So, uh, <laughs> as always, everyone, check out the yeah, check out the Facebook page, ten, check out the Instagram, the Twitter. You know, give us a comment, give us a shout. Let, let us know, know if you want us to watch something. Yes, right. please tell us if you want us to watch. I asked on the yeah. Facebook page, and only one of you told us that you wanted us to watch or what you were watching. So, yeah. let us new know or what old, to watch. Just let us know. Yeah, yeah, new show, old show, doesn't matter. Uh, I feel like we, we've shown uh, at this point we'll watch anything. So, <laughs> so or Mark always, will. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Just a disclaimer here. No members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by Netflix, nor do they have any business ties with the Netflix corporation. This podcast for entertainment purposes only, and all Netflix news and information that is shared is simply what these three yahoos found online.